You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey guys, Christian here to announce the winner of our Talisman Cap giveaway, the Biradana Cap. Hopefully you participated. The Instagram handle that wins the Biradana Cap is number seven underscore. I'm looking at the name right now. That is Sebastian Paredes. Congratulations, Sebastian. You will be contacted very shortly on how to get the cap to you. Thank you, Talisman Caps, for helping us out with that giveaway. Congratulations, Sebastian, again. And now let's get to the show. Yeah, baby, thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. In the first segment, we talk about NY Fest. We hosted it. We did a great job. We talk about all the things happening in soccer. Is Patrick Vieira going? Should he go? Will it help the league? We say no, and then we say yes, and then we say no again. <laughs> uh, in the second segment, we find out if... Joseph Martinez is still mad at Cosmo. Uh, also, we talk about all the games. We talk about is Atlanta United still constantly hitting the post over and over? And are we going to talk about Zlatan ever again? <laughs> and cash money, cash money, Mueller is taking over Major League Soccer. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> all this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! What's up, guys? Come on! <laughs> oh, okay, all right. That was, yeah. a, that, that was a cool little effect that you did. Yeah, you know what? It's, uh, it's, uh, we did it in post. I definitely didn't just move <laughs> the mic back and forth across my face. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Hello, Alexis. How are you doing? I am very good. I feel bad that our last take was deleted because we <laughs> we solved... We solved... <laughs> some, some, uh, we, we created a timeline for, for, for the modern-day hip-hop. Sure. We put it all together, but well, I mean, now that's gone forever. And yeah. Now that opportunity uh, for a, a cool against conspiracy hip hop show is, uh, <laughs> is dead now. Is dead now. And for everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> DM us and maybe we'll explain exactly how a fake beef may have caused. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B to exist. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And we are your favorite stand-up comedian to host an American soccer podcast. You, you're goddamn right. We are not only the funniest soccer podcast on the planet. Not only the gulliest soccer podcast on the planet. We're also... I'm just add another. I think that fist. was that was that was kind of all the ones we have. <laughs> That's what we, have. we haven't we haven't added another. We also the goddamn flyest <laughs> we, soccer podcast. There we stay stay. Fly. Who got more swag than us? Nobody got more swag than us. No. Uh, and when you say it like a robot like that, it's even yeah. better. That's how much. You, that's how you know you got a lot of swag. No one on the internet got swag like us. <laughs> swagger like us. Swagger swagger like us. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, look, I know there there were a lot of people. Again, this this has been this has been fun. I feel like the last couple of weeks, ever since um, uh, uh, you know, since the season began, the the you know, people know that that we support. We people don't suggest people no longer say like we're gonna beat NYCFC. <laughs> they say we're gonna beat and then add soccer cooligans. Yeah, this is a personal. <laughs> We're talking about beef in that first take, but we got this. We're getting apparently we're, we're developing beefs with twenty-two other teams in the league. Now banter that used to go to we even developing beef with NYCFC fans themselves. So we got nobody on our side. We got nobody. We're here alone. <laughs> Not only with the gulliest, we're also the most isolated. 
soccer pack. Okay. The podcast We're on the quite planet. lonely right now. I don't Yo, think people realize. How have we made everyone laugh ourselves into a corner? <laughs> that statement has never been made before. Okay, we're trying to be cool with everybody, and everybody's like, nah. We Yo, we just we try to perpetuate love <laughs> and entertainment and excitement. And everyone's like, fuck you and your family. Uh, so, th- so that's why I feel like the, the internet's getting more fun the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, look, once again, I want everyone to know we appreciate this. I- I'm having a great time. We want you, you know, to the banter's great. We want we want you to keep doing it. Yeah, but it, uh, we don't. I don't know. I think we've talked about this. We even talked about this at NY Fest. We don't know how we became the, I guess, the figurehead for <laughs> what does NYCFC's uh, Twitter get, not respond? Our faces should be on the NYCFC logo all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Mark Booth, start responding to some of these people because they, you, they're tweeting at you. You're not saying that. And they come to us. And we gully as hell, so we respond. <laughs> All right, we're getting in trouble over here. Uh, and so- we are eating humble pie with a big pile of shit on it. Oh, boy. So, well, look, we'll talk about the games uh, in a moment. But, yeah, let's talk about a, a, a few things to, to sort out. The uh, So, look, first of all, Leave a review on iTunes. Yes, uh, th- that's a, I always got to get that out of the way. Cinco estrella, por favor. We, we always got to do a uh, uh, you know moment of silence uh, just to really punish you, punish everybody for <laughs> for for not having left a review. Yeah, and I'm like, look, in this moment moment of silence that's coming up, there could be jokes. There could be great jokes. You could be having a great time on your commute. But you're yeah. missing out. This is a part of your entertainment that you're missing out. That now. you're missing out on. So here we go. Here's your moment of silence for not leaving a review. Now, see how difficult see that was. How, see how difficult that was. <laughs> that was terrible. That was look. It, it it actually hurt us more than it hurt you. Yeah, you have no idea. My levels of my levels of anxiety <laughs> are like you walk into a butcher and they just put up a sign over your favorite sandwich that's no longer available. <laughs> that's my current level of anxiety. Yeah. So that was that was tough on everybody. So now hopefully you learned your lesson. Yeah. Uh, and you'll leave a uh, if you no longer want that to happen. You'll leave a review, exactly. I think is what you'll do, <laughs> with a f- nice five stars. <laughs> On iTunes, we're currently at, w- at 116. This is a quest for 200. Yeah, yeah this is going to be great. We're getting up there. So. Maybe we'll give something away when we get to 200 to one of the people who left a review. That'd be nice. Why yeah. don't we do that? No, we'll do that. All right. We have- I also like that some people are editing their their uh, <laughs> their reviews. <laughs> uh, in particular, Tropic Sounders. You know, look, Siege got married. We thought maybe it would calm him down. It would change slightly. <laughs> you know? Maybe a little, show, show a little bit more maturity. And, uh, also, not- he is- he is also already a father. So yeah, he's already think- dead. <laughs> yeah, so we were wrong. Our our math was way off. The variables we didn't consider. Uh, and not only did he come in, he took two months off, and we're like, oh no. Oh yeah, we go? missed him. He was helping plan the wedding or something. I'm not sure. His his beautiful bride was moving from New York down to him. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot going on. So he's also, and- if you don't know, uh, at Tropic Sounders, he is, yeah runs a uh, uh, supporters group for the Seattle Sounders out out of uh, North North Florida, South Florida, Miami, South Miami, Florida. yeah. yeah. And boy, did he come in hard body. He changed his review to, I'd fuck them. So thank you. So thank you. Uh, all right. I mean, that is definitely a good review. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I, also a positive review, right? Yes. That's not a negative review. Uh, there were also some good ones uh, that were not uh, as vulgar. Yeah. Uh, which is, well, I mean, vulgarity is fine as well. Yeah. You... I mean, again, you know, speak to your truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Uh, this, was, this was a good one from, uh, we got five stars and with the with the subject crispy. Ooh. Uh, uh, and it said, it's from Caffeinated MD. This must, uh, I'm assuming this is some an NYCFC fan, but they wrote, uh, the chicken bucket of podcasts. 
Oh, I got that's got to be a good thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great thing. Either that or they love the show, but they think we're hacky as fuck. Because so there's a lot of fans that think the chicken bucket thing is hacky. Hack, uh, hacky's not the word, I would say. I think they think it's like, like it's like campy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. I mean, th- that I love it, it too. That image of uh, of uh, of our friend Neil, uh, Neil holding, Zaboni, holding the chicken. No, he's holding a turkey a leg. A turkey leg straight up in the air. That is like, one of the that greatest. Is a, that's uh, like a symbol of, of what NYC is all about. Remember the old MLS logo that was like the foot kicking the ball yeah. and the NBA logo is uh, Jerry West dribbling mm-hmm. and you know the MLB logo is probably a Dominican holding a bat it's totally not a Dominican <laughs> probably I mean you never know it's not even a Negro League <laughs> no, player no no me. definitely not no 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 it is an extremely white player holding a baseball bat now they even colored it in all like just so you know uh I think if MLS ever decides to go back to one of those style American League logos, yeah. it's got to be Neil holding, Neil holding up the, the turkey, turkey leg. <laughs> that that with is, blue on one it, side, red on the other. If you haven't seen this image, it, it is uh, it is amazing. It's iconic. It, totally iconic. And I know he doesn't love that image, but I got to be honest, I think it represents American soccer <laughs> so well. It is it is beautiful. So yeah, so make sure you leave that review. All right, so let's talk about uh, a couple uh, a couple things that are going on. Right, uh, we. We do have uh, a new, we have a new sponsor today, uh, and and uh, an old sponsor is coming back to us. You remember you remember Seat Geek? Oh baby, Seat Geek is back, baby! Yeah, uh, <laughs> welcome back, Seat Geek. Uh, Seat Geek is uh, is you know the uh, official ticketing par- partner of Major League Soccer. And uh, look, there's a bunch of games going on. You want to go see Zlatan over at the LA Galaxy? Make sure you get your tickets on SeatGeek. So just download the app. It's incredibly easy. And by the way, it pinpoints where you are. So all you have to do is, you know, if you're if you're already in LA, mm-hmm. you just hit the button and boom, it pops up. It's like, hey, look at all these events near you. Yeah. And then you put Cooligans in there and you get $20. $20 off your first $20. purchase. $20. You used the promo code Cooligans. That's the, I mean, it's the smartest decision you would have ever made in your life. Your parents are going to be proud of you after yeah. you use that promo code. And they're like, oh my God, you're saving money. Maybe we should buy you a car. This is LA after all. You know what? I'm okay that you don't, you don't, you haven't given me grandchildren. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're not so upset that you're a waiter and also <laughs> carry your headshots in your back pocket or you airdrop headshots to everyone in the restaurant. Hey, it's a good, it's a good That's move. A smart move actually i just thought of that i was like yo i might do that next time in my life just start airdropping motherfuckers <laughs> so uh so yeah make sure you use that promo code all right so let's talk about uh, a couple other things right the uh ny fest we hosted ny fest again uh, yes we did this year and uh, we- i gotta say this year was felt more fun than last year this year felt um, I, I it was we were more prepared we knew what we were getting ourselves into right uh i mean it- as an event yeah, yeah, it felt. Uh, it, it, yeah, it was. It, I don't know. If last year was pretty fun too. I think because we were more prepared, that we were more capable of having fun without worrying about like the logistics of the of the whole yeah. day. You certainly worried about the logistics a little more than I did towards the end. Yes, it because it all got I, mixed up. Because I'm a responsible uh, person. And- yeah. You know, and that's where you and I differ. Yeah, no. I mean, if you thought I was going to get offended by that, you're wrong. No, you definitely are. And we know our roles. And I was like, oh, he's going to go do that? All right, I'm going to go talk ish. <laughs> exactly. And I was flaming teams. Yeah, you were you were calling the, the celebrity game while I was trying to reorg. Because at one point when we were doing interviews, we interviewed uh, uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Agus. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff Agus, uh, who you might remember as having the most caps for the men's national team. It was just surreal being able to to talk to a uh, USMNT legend. Aleko Eskandarian. Yeah, I, I, but my favorite part was being able to ask Jeff uh, Jeff Agus, like, 
Yo, what the hell happened to U.S. Men's National Team? Why are we in the yeah. we in the World Cup? He's wearing a U.S. Men's National Team hat <laughs> and an MLS hoodie, and he's like, "Well, I mean, I think we're on the right track." And he's looking at us like, "Oh boy!" And it's the funniest and part got, was for some reason I I had a, a a hot lamp that I put over his head. Yeah, although the sun shut off, <laughs> I was wearing a suit, and I was like, "Look, I'm the good cop, all right? You got to watch out for him. He's tough as nails." Polongo doesn't take it. She comes in, kicks the table. Uh, we we did this and be called between two posts and yeah. we're going to post them all um, on our YouTube channel uh, and right before he was our first interview and right before that started uh, Polanco and I look at him and go just so you know I mean look it's five minutes don't worry about it these are all going to be softball questions I go so hey how does it feel being out here blah 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 <laughs> Christian comes in what's going on with men's national team smacking the table yeah. <laughs> we need answers <laughs> there's kids crying yeah, it was incredible just and I even said I was like oh boy <laughs> Jeff Vegas was playing uh, playing the celebrity game with a black eye for some reason <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you're holding a beat up yellow pages <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh no, none of that happened. Uh but I did ask the question, which is like, look, for if you played if you played on the in the US men's national team, if you were involved in US soccer, you were a receptionist over at the US soccer offices. Everybody. You get in the you get in the question because it might have been the receptionist's fault. There must have been yeah. something maybe the receptionist could have done to make sure that that ball didn't bounce off of Omar Gonzalez <laughs> yeah. before it went in. Something like, it all happened. It all maybe connects. she doesn't pick up the phone call when the, the bus is there and they get there late and because of that Omar Gonzalez doesn't get on the bus some could have happened uh, yeah. this is what I was talking about before <laughs> in that clip that got missed so everything right. leads to something alright we gotta question everything <laughs> everything everything <laughs> look under every rock my guy <laughs> but uh, we did have a good time you know uh, NYFest is uh, the New York Film and Entertainment Soccer Tournament and it had inv- it, it was uh, it coincides with the Tribeca Film Festival a lot of celebrities there uh, we got us us, uh, us. We were Speaking the, of celebrities, uh, we got, we got to uh, uh, we got to talk to um, uh, Alex Pettifer, uh, who is the who was he's from. If you may know him from Magic Mike, he's the 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 not not Channing not Channing Tatum. He's the, one of the other ones. The other, no, he's the the other guy, the the one that he's like trying to show the ropes. Yeah, you know? uh, you, I didn't see the movie. Well, you you're missing out. Bro, well, look. Every time I'm at your place, I see the poster on your bedroom wall. <laughs> I get it. You're a big fan. Great film. Uh, yeah, not great- I think everyone would say. I mean, that. it's really it belongs in the canon. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and shot in outer space. <laughs> uh, but we got to meet him. We got to meet. Oh, I forgot her. Um, her- Lisi, 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 the original Becky from, from Roseanne. Uh, Roseanne, who's back on. Yeah, um, she was a lot of fun. Yes, um, that's right. She and uh, she played. She played soccer at Vassar. No, did she? Did she play soccer? No, she did. At Vassar, she played. What, I watched her at the sport? celebrity game. She's never played soccer before. <laughs> never she played once. a different sport. I forgot what sport she mentioned. Um, Ethan, she just said she, her, and Ethan Zahn were together. Ethan Zahn was at, also who you might remember from the show. Which, by the way, I thought about this. We had a Dominican talking about soccer, a Cuban talking about soccer, a Jewish dude talking about <laughs> soccer who played in Africa and a country singer talking about <laughs> soccer. That might have been the most unicorn soccer conversation of all That's time. Right. Yeah. Has that ever happened? That's never happened in the history of podcasts. I mean, before. It, it is. Uh, you know, when it comes to diversity, the Kooligans is all is all about it. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like. A, oh, by the way, a Jewish goalkeeper, even a Jewish goalkeeper. That's never. Happened before <laughs> all of that that ensemble that we had together. We need to take that on the road. Yeah, that was it was fun. If you didn't listen to uh, our special episode, that, that one came out on Friday. Listen, listen to that one. That was a, a 
a pair of great interviews uh, with with, uh, with Ethan Zahn, uh, Ethan Zahn, Kenny Foster, and uh, uh, Michael Zimbalist. Michael Zimbalist, the director of the two Escobars. Which, by the way, uh, my new dentist, which look at these, huh? cleaned, not okay, bad. Finally, not bad. it's been years. <laughs> All right, let's relax. It actually has. Uh, <laughs> but didn't bleed as much as I thought it was going to. Mm -hmm. um, and also he said, I got... One of the top TVs I've ever seen. Thank you very much. Set of teeth. Wow, you sound like top one uh, percent of the top one percent. Like uh, did you go to Donald Trump's doctor? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. guy got the best teeth. Yeah, uh, yeah. perfectly in health, regardless of all the medication I gotta give him. <laughs> you cannot question his yeah, teeth. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he did. I said, oh, my last dentist said I had one of the top one percent of the top one percent of the teeth, and he goes, I can see why he said that. These are great teeth. Ah, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Anyway, so uh, they got they got they got a television now. In front of, um, you know the machines that swing around? There's a television, yes, and they have I've, Netflix. I, almost every dentist has a television. No, that's not My dentist does. Really? All right, well, you know what? They got Netflix, and guess what I watched? Pele, Michael Zimbalist's new he, movie. He told me I was in the top 0.1% of teeth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't mean, you know, what are you going to do? So. Well, I hate to tell you he's lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. This is how we became friends. We went to the dope teeth meeting. But, hey, I watched Pele, which is Michael Zimbalist's new movie. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, it kind of follows Pele's story. It's a little- It's not new. It's not new. Not it's new, but it's a, it's, a little, it's a little, uh, I don't want to use the word campy again, but it's a little cheesy, but almost on purpose for effect. Yeah, yeah, but It's he, almost like half of a kid's movie, half of an adult which, movie. Which, yeah. yeah, a movie like that is just like about such an like iconic person. It, yeah. It's just going it's, to it's, it's gonna be entirely framed positively because you, I don't know, everyone has flaws. You're not going to show Pele's yeah. flaws. He's a, he's a, he's a god- to, yeah, to, and to, no, to no, but many. that's fine. But I mean, it's like even like the movie. It's like um, it reminds me of like a like it was like a bunch of kids running around and they get into trouble, but they're amazing at soccer. Mm -hmm. It's like it, it was a little cheesy. It was a little. It was a little like uh, after school special. Just like your childhood, but like on purpose. It was like it's a positive movie for kids to watch. You stepped on my joke, bro. Huh? I said it was just like your childhood. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so look, yes. Oh uh, boy, little, everybody. Little, uh, you know, shoeless Alexis running around. Yeah. <laughs> Just a sample of what you missed if you didn't go to NY Running around the, the favelas of Rio de Janeiro. Uh, <laughs> so look, um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And uh, make sure you check out uh, our YouTube channel. We have a couple interviews there, and we're going to be putting up uh, a video of the of the whole thing. Uh, we had a great time. But that, that Zimbalist interview was, to me, one of the, what, it, it felt very like, it was like one of the first like serious filmmaker people, like serious people inside. We talk, we've spoken to, yeah, uh, we've spoken to coaches who are like even a even a player or a coach. It's like even when the men's national team coach Dave Sarakin came on, he was just having a blast. But if the game in itself, even when we talk to players. You, they're all they, they just play a game you know so it's yeah. not like it, it would be weird if they were like super super serious when, well yeah we were talking about Chapa Coense and stuff yes. like that like so, these are serious subjects so and we are, said to him before we started uh, he's like I don't know how you guys are going to make this funny <laughs> I was like well if anyone's going to do it it's yeah, the two of us he got here and his, uh, his uh, publicist I think didn't tell him that we are comedians so we had to tell him like hey we're comedians and we do this show so you could see the like surprise on his face yeah. like okay well let's see how this <laughs> no, goes he was like are you <laughs> like hobbyists or uh but it was cool and it went wild he was and he was funny and it, i like he that, really appreciated the interview at the end he was like wow that was great yeah that that's a a thing that's exciting and and I, at least for me i i find like when we have the, the the people who are used to giving like even look it doesn't get more serious than a a plane crash that kills uh, like over seventy people, and uh, uh, you know, and narco football in Colombia where thousands were, uh, you know, murdered. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't get more serious than that. And the the uh, the the fact that we can find shed some, not shed some light, but like have some 
uh, a little bit of levity and still have fun with that person who created those those projects. That's, I mean, that's not easy to do. That was no. like exciting, and it was like walking this like f- this tightrope. But we, I, I had a good time being able to do it. Yeah, and it was it, the, fu- the I think what what I think works really well is that we weren't sitting there just trying to get jokes out. Yeah, we were trying to have a serious conversation, but. You and I being who we are, we handle awkward situations by making up something funny. <laughs> so yeah. in his, I think you saw his relief halfway through that interview. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're not like, you know. I'm in good hands. They're not like, every time this guy <laughs> says something, you know, we're not like yeah. cheesy old radio guys. No offense to everyone <laughs> uh, in these studios who can hear us. But <laughs> uh, So yeah, so uh, a great time. Uh, and and hopefully we'll be back uh, next year at NYFest. If, uh, a couple of people uh, came through to hang out. Thank Thank you for for coming by, and uh, and yeah, well, and it'll be fun. It was a blast. Yeah, so, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. So you can and see while that. we're at it, thank you so much to you know kicking and screening and 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 who say and and Paul Katanis out there, Jeffrey Saunders and and and, and Dylan uh, Linear PK and PK PK is is absolutely the man. Andrew, who was the man that day, yeah, and uh, also sent us a nice email saying how great we did and how incredible we were and how easy we were to work and, with, which uh, is awesome. Which, and Alexis loves that. You love compliments. Oh, don't buddy, you? I tried to retweet an email. That's how much <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. Um, I'll be, and before I just also want to mention we got we do have another sponsor today, a new sponsor, which is uh we're really excited about to to work with. We'll we'll talk about it in a little bit more detail during the mm. break uh but away days football yeah uh, baby a really cool uh new uh clothing brand that does something really exciting they they, they do something called uh, a mystery kit this is so dope this is really cool so basically it, it's it's almost like those um those those subscription services where you sign up for like uh, like Birchbox is one of those things. Yeah, where you can or sign, like uh, you not get, rent the runway because you pick your clothes on that one. But there's like other ones where well, like uh, you get a you get like a box, oh here's a pox of here's, stuff. Yeah, a, a yeah. pox. Here's a pox. <laughs> Everybody gets pox, small pox, big pox, every pox. No, but it's cool. So it, it basically, you uh, order a mystery kit, and they're like twenty five bucks. But you you don't know what kit you're getting. It could be anything. It could be anything. But it, it, it's usually not like a gigantic club. That's the cool part. Uh, so it's usually a smaller club. It, usually, usually European. Uh, but like, there's a lot of random stuff just like everywhere uh, from all over the world. And you order it, and you just get a, like a, just a nice surprise. Uh, the uh, way I look at it is. It's three hundred bucks a year, right? If you wanted to buy two or three jerseys of your favorite team, yeah, that's three hundred bucks. Yeah, well, and this is cool because you don't even have to like. It's not a monthly thing. You can just buy it once. I know, but I'm saying like, imagine you just signed up for the whole year, and every month you get a new dope, yeah, this, random kid. For a person like you, especially because you love, uh, I love soccer jerseys. You love soccer jerseys, and especially I could just you put wore in, like, it to you, your wedding. Uh, well, well, remember it was on the <laughs> podcast. First of all, my re-wedding. Okay, <laughs> this is my ten year anniversary. We got remarried. We renewed our vows. Whatever it's called, I don't understand any of it. My wife wanted to wear a dress, okay? Uh, but uh, the Humo USA, that team in in Spain, um, S E S and uh, C and D something, uh, wanted to send me the the tuxedo jersey to wear, and I was yeah. like, absolutely. And then it was super tight. <laughs> nah, I still wore it though. I wore it with pride. I just walked around and be like, "Yeah, I'm a fat dude. Whatever. I'm in Vegas. Everything's yeah. 99 cents here." <laughs> it's gonna be, uh, uh, yeah. It, it's it's a great service. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but just uh, just know that you, there's a promo code there as well. So on uh, away days football uh, 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 for cool against for 15 percent off. But we'll talk about it a little bit more in a second. Let's get to let's get to some soccer, guys. Let's get it. Uh, so the the, the news, uh, you know, look, NYCFC had a rough weekend. Uh, well, before we talk about the games. CCL is happening yeah. Wednesday night. Yes. 
Well, this is. Isn't that what you were? Was that what you were going to talk about? Well, I was going to talk about uh, Patrick Vieira and the the rumors. Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about CCL in a moment. But look, uh, Patrick Vieira. Uh, you know, NYCFC had a rough weekend, but this guy. Let's in just say he go nowhere. He yeah. going nowhere. <laughs> but uh, if you uh, are, pay attention to uh, that, the inferior leagues in Europe. Uh, Arsene Wenger, run- which by the way they don't even play in the summer. I mean, how can you call yourself a top league? I mean, do I, but does England even have summer? That's I mean, really, that's, <laughs> I think that's the better question. It's a good point. Why do you <laughs> even stop? What three days of sun? Everybody relax. So the uh, Patrick uh, Patrick Vieira, uh, th- there were rumors that he will possibly be taking over this job that is uh, this uh, that's going to be available in yeah. uh, in, you in may North not, London. You may not have heard, but. Uh, at the Women's March, there was an Arsene Wenger out poster, okay? <laughs> this has been everyone in the world. There was a joke of some guy's girlfriend's, like, uh, she walked by him while he was in the bathroom. And she's like, you didn't miss much. No one scored. But apparently there's a player named Arsene Wenger who's out. <laughs> you know? And, like, cause someone, I guess they, they were talking about Wenger out. Everyone's, doesn't matter the league, doesn't matter the game, people are talking about Wenger out. He's finally said I think depending on, depending on what uh, context, like, the parade, could, people could be like, Finger out. Well, I'm very proud of you. Very proud Venger. of you. Like, this it's is, about time. It's a, it's a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I'm take gonna... what you just said, and that's what I want to say to Arsene Wenger right now. Thank you very much. We're very proud of you. Please move on. It feels sad at the same time. you and your time. partner are happy together. <laughs> yeah. It feels sad because, you know, it's a change. It's a big major change, but we've been asking for it, and now we got it. And he's intimated, especially after. When you say we, I mean also, I mean we as an Arsenal fans. Yeah, you, yeah, but not even non Arsenal fans. Not all. I mean, there's I'm some, not listening to the people that haven't. There's said some, it yet. Uh, you know, Wenger apologists out there. Yeah, and and as they should, he's a legend. But look, now he's getting the proper treatment. Everyone's looking and talking about him as if he's a legend. And here's the other thing: now it looks like he's intimated that it wasn't his decision, right? Yeah. Which is another. It's a. It's another thing that I look at as an Arsenal fan. I go, well, thank you. Thank you. Finally, someone has the balls to make a decision in this thing. It's not just sitting there waiting for this thing to turn around. Make some decisions. But the highest, uh, the highest rated by the bookies, and the one that looks like it's most likely, he's I think he's uh, five to one odds right now, or three to two. I don't know how how betting works. Whatever, it's like you're not even going to make that much money if you win. Uh, is Patrick Vieira? Yeah, people are saying that Patrick Vieira might get this job. And look, Patrick Vieira. A clear Arsenal legend, highly respected. Captain of the Invincibles. This is a big deal. So, you know, he's, uh, this is, he, it was also strange that he, you know, a lot of people suggested that it was odd that he didn't stay with the club in, in some coaching manner. They didn't want him. Manner. Uh, and that was, that's been one of the major issues with Arsene Wenger. Look at, look at Thierry Henry. He's over, he's an assistant with Belgium. Yeah. Of all places. You know, the, the issue is that Arsene Wenger doesn't really see that there's value in bringing in those legends back in. Dennis Bergkamp is over at Ajax. You know, uh, Mikel Arteta, who's now in the running for the job, mm-hmm. he's over at Manchester City. Vieira had to go to Manchester City. Yeah. you. I, I agree that you can't just bring players that were great back and make them coaches if they don't want to be or, if they, you know, if they're not good at it. But your, your legends should be a part of the team. They help inspire previous generations. Yeah, and they care about the club and they have a clear uh, affinity for it. Like, so- imagine if Everton had legends, right? Wouldn't it be great if they <laughs> would be brought I mean, back? I've, have you not seen Adrian Heath at yeah. Minnesota United? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's legendary work he's putting in yeah, over there. Yeah, it is. He's breaking some <laughs> records. <laughs> Thank God there's no relegation if you're a Minnesota fan. And back down we go. Um, look, it, it's uh, as— uh, Do you think he would take the job? I think he would take the job in a heartbeat. I don't think he should. Yeah, I don't think he should either, but I think he would— in a heartbeat. Here's why I don't think he should. They need a rebound boss. 
You know what I mean? You just a long, long relationship. Oh, okay. You can't get back with an ex. No, you got to You can't. No, not only that, you can't. I mean, well, I guess is what a stepkid. If we're really carrying this analogy <laughs> all the way through, whoa, what are you Alan much? Uh, what if you gotta? You gotta get this out of your system a little bit. You know what I mean? We got a David Moyes a little. You know, we got to get somebody in. A little bit, you know what I mean? Get crazy, go Sploosh, wild. Sploosh, what? That's exactly what your boy <laughs> was talking, talking about. <laughs> we got to get crazy, bring in somebody a little nutty, you know what I mean? Okay. Get it out of our system, and then we go and find a long-term manager. Oh, okay. So so you can see like what a good manager really looks like. Right, right. You got to sow your wild manager oats, <laughs> is what I'm saying. We okay. got to bring in someone like- You got to hoe it up, Arsenal. Oh, yeah. We got to go out there and get just some hoe-ass manager. You got to get- you got to get someone who, not like a Mourinho, obviously, which is the hoest of the get a, hoe. Get a Marine. They're hoes. Yeah. <laughs> Marine hoes. Uh, <laughs> Josie Marine hoes. That's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> we got to get someone. Uh, I Maybe Thomas Tuchel would not be that because he seems like someone who wants Isn't to build. Isn't he going to PSG? Isn't that official? The big, no, I don't know that it's official. Isn't that the rumor still? No, I think he signed uh, a two-year deal, three-year deal. So then it's not Thomas Tuchel. I thought Sven was going to try to bring him in. Sven Milstadt, the new uh, manager there. I don't think Yeah, I don't think it's I'm just saying that I don't know that Patrick Vieira is the guy. Maybe Mikel Arteta seems like to be that guy. He's young. Give him an opportunity, right? He still looks like he can play. It would be the the idea, like Jack Harrison going over to the Premier League from Major League Soccer and taking that route, you know, going uh, starting in the Manchester United Academy, going to college in uh, uh, in in the U.S. and then playing for NYCFC, playing well, and then uh, and then going back to, uh, going to the Premier League. That was that's a huge story. That the fact that that happened, a lot of people, you know, when he got when he got there, they're like, who is this Jack Harrison kid? And he's playing, he's uh, yeah. being loaned at Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough is trying to fight for that playoff uh, spot. And he's not getting a lot of playing time. Not getting a lot of playing time, but it's still a big story. Patrick Vieira going from Manchester City, the, the uh, you know the academy, coaching an, uh, an MLS team. Then going back to the going back to Arsenal, like imagine that, like just the, the, a lot of times. That's uh, a big. That's a big step for MLS. That's a huge and a bigger step than just a player going to a Premier League club. One hundred percent, a huge, huge deal, and and to such a big club. Uh, for, so should he go just for the for the sake of the league? He would go because he would want to go. That there's no, I don't think he, you know, he doesn't care whether he doesn't it helps care whether, but uh, but it would help the league if he went. With and here's the other thing, if, and if he and if he does well, if he's at Arsenal and he does badly, and then he moves to MLS, he probably can't go back to Arsenal. If he leaves MLS now, goes to Arsenal. Does badly, he can always come back to MLS. They'll take him in a you know, in heartbeat. a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. There's not one team, maybe besides Atlanta right now because they have a Tata, or maybe LAFC because uh, they have uh, Bob Bradley. Other than that, there's no other team that wouldn't immediately hire Patrick Vieira. Yeah, uh, he he has been uh, you know admittedly just a a great. He's been a great coach not just for NYCFC but for changing the way we look at Major League Soccer. In its entirety, he's he's he brought a way different style, and you see, especially this year, the the beginning of the season that NYCFC has had, like they just playing this uh, just an attractive version of the game, right? That that we're not really used to seeing uh, MLS clubs, uh, you know, bring that that consistently. Is he the David Beckham of managers? Ooh, that's a that's a fair question. Is he the David? Huh? Because Be- Tata I is mean, clearly the Slaton, right? Yeah. Big name, came in, everybody knows who he is. But is Patrick Vieira the first big manager I mean, to they, knock down those dominoes? It's interesting seeing uh, players talk about it. Uh, you know, I remember seeing uh, 
an interview with uh, Jesus Medina talk about Patrick Vieira and how he was like, oh, he was such a legend at Arsenal, and and it would it was be an honor to play with such a uh, a, yeah. a player like that. Um, I, you know, I mean, it's it's the is it debatable? From, yeah, from, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as far as popular, as far as popularity, Patrick Vieira is a more common name than Tata Martino from because he was just a, yeah. But Tata Martino was a national team and a Barcelona but coach. He was such a but as a player, we're just talking about simply popularity, not as like not not recognizable as name. Yeah. 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 You're yeah, right. Yeah. Not as far as like their resume, because yeah. Tata is, definitely wins there. Right. But coaching, uh, coaching resume. resume. Yeah. But from us, just popularity. So and that Beckham brought popularity. He wasn't the best player in no. the world. Uh, he was just a very the very- name recognition gave MLS so, a boost. From a Patrick Vieira is the David Beckham of managers. It's not a crazy statement. <laughs> this is what we do on this podcast. You thought it was nothing but dick jokes on this thing? And by the way, if you have someone who you think is the David Beckham version of managers, let us know. Yeah. So shoot we, us an email. Shoot, tweet at us. It's probably more people see it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tweet at us, you know. <laughs> maybe post a, a comment on our Instagram. Maybe we'll put something up on the Instagram about sure. this. But yeah, I think he opened the door for big name managers to now come in here. And if he does go to Arsenal, that tells other people like, yo, I could go to MLS, do well, and be looked at by some of the bigger clubs in Europe. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it won't exactly work that way. Again, you know, he was a legend at that club, <laughs> but but it is a sign that coming here doesn't hinder your your ability to coach. I do like that. Uh, so now he has to some, go. Some some of <laughs> some of our Arsenal friends were uh, from across the pond were like hitting us up, like, "Yo, what's what's how what's NYCFC like? How are they doing? Yeah, you know, because now. But also, they're like, did, "Has Patrick won anything? No, he hasn't. He has not. He hasn't even won a playoff series. <laughs> he's he's consistently lost to Gio Severese. Yeah. Every, every opportunity he's had. <laughs> he lost to Gio Severese now three times that he's managed the lower league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Portland. <laughs> Having a good time. We gotta laugh our way through this. <laughs> All right. So look. Uh, so who knows what what what's gonna end up. I, you know, I think odds are he he stays with uh, NYCFC for uh, for some time uh, longer. So uh, there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about. There was a there was an ar- article uh, recently put out by uh, Bobby Warshaw. Oh, of, I'm 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 open to the exact same one of uh, of MajorLeagueSoccer.com, and uh, I, this was a um, deals that should be done by the deadline, basically. So okay, and so this came up. Couple surprises in here. Couple surprises, but this one. Uh, Tommy McNamara uh, was is in is in this article. Uh, and, and pizza you know, God, Tommy McNamara. Pizza God. <laughs> part of me, you know, I see this, and then I'm like, uh, part of me is like, you know, I just I just could, you know, we took out Tommy for for some pizza. Part of me is like, yo, I hope nobody at NYCFC is reading this article. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope nobody yo, gets ideas. <laughs> no. Yo, Patrick Vieira, go to Arsenal before you make this move. <laughs> yo, uh, MLS. To delete this article, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that scary? But he's suggesting because Tommy McNamara is not getting a lot of playing time uh, in in the midfield. Uh, it, it's it, it's a tough midfield uh, for for NYCFC to 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 break into the first team. And Tommy McNamara has not gotten many minutes. He did play a little bit in Portland, uh, but he's suggesting Tommy McNamara sh- should go to Philadelphia to the Philadelphia Union. I mean, what would they have? They don't have anything to trade. If you read the bottom of Tenorio's take, they don't have anything besides maybe they've already spent all their targeted allocation money, essentially. Um, so it would be a sub-$300,000 TAM trade, which I don't think 
that that's an appropriate valuation for Tommy Mac. For Tommy McNamara, because if Tommy McNamara was starting, he'd be at a higher value. It's not. He's not starting. He's starting because of the breadth of options at at NYCFC, not because he doesn't have the skill. So I don't think that gets done. Yeah, well, he's not starting because of the breadth. That's of what options. I mean. He's yeah. not because there's so many other options. Yeah. Liam Ridgewater, Minnesota. Huh. Okay. Now uh, we're talking. Minnesota <laughs> needs all the help they can get. Minnesota needs- even if it's the turncoat, the Benedict Arnold himself. <laughs> Liam Ridgewell. Yeah. Well, wait, he did have a good game against NYCFC surprisingly. Yeah, he showed up. He yeah. Showed up. He heard our podcast. <laughs> And because, of course, we now somehow represent, represent a team that we are clearly the- wants nothing to do with us, NYCFC. We are the uh, NYCFC ambas- ambassadors. Yeah. Uh, even though we don't, we have not earned that position. Yeah, nor much to accepted. their chagrin. They're like, please, we don't want these guys representing us at all. Uh, and I, we can Ridgewell, show you the emails if you want to see it. Ridgewell to Minnesota would be, look, anybody who can defend is a good option. Uh, for yeah. for Minnesota, so they it makes a lot of sense. Lee Win to Chicago. How about Lee Win to anywhere? anywhere. <laughs> Lee Win to a local high school to practice. <laughs> Let Lee Win play. The dude is so good. Yeah, I cannot understand why. Um, why New England can't let this guy go? I it's, mean, I- but apparently Brad Friedel said they've never even spoken. To each other? To each other. I mean, I, that's hard to believe. Of course, it's bullcrap. <laughs> I mean, why am I saying bullcrap? I just said fucking 30 seconds ago. It's obviously bullshit, but he makes half a million dollars. Dog, get that off your books. Yeah. Go yeah. spend that money elsewhere. This makes zero sense. Yeah. I, I, I Apparently, he uh, the Chicago Fire did make an offer uh, of $750,000 in allocation money. And they didn't take it. And they didn't take it. Dude, which, he hasn't played soccer for what? Well, this it's, this only hurts his value from not using him. Yeah. Uh, and, and just taking taking all this time. So I don't really understand. Look, it, it seems like they're... Uh, it, it's one of those out of spite things. It's like when a, when a player... Um, uh, like in the NFL, when a, when a player uh, holds out and they don't come to training camp, yeah. and then they... They they put like the franchise tag on him or something like that, uh, you know, like where they can't get a long term deal and they they're clearly unhappy. This seems uh, malicious and vindictive, and I don't understand what the hell's going on over at New England. It's I, I'm 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 at a loss for words because I get that Brad Friedel may have an issue with him requesting a trade and then not showing up, but at some point your front office has to be like, yo, we're paying this guy a lot of money. Yeah, put him in the team, like it's over with. I, maybe uh, you know Bob Kraft is just like uh, who's gonna trade for a guy that hasn't played soccer in a year? Sure. And he's thirty-one, dude. He's not getting younger, and it's not like he's like twenty-six going on twenty-seven, where the value is gonna go up. Yeah. That seven hundred fifty thousand is the last time you're gonna get that kind of money. And how how make that deal? Dog? How great would it be in Chicago? That would, he would fit in absolutely just perfectly. He's exactly what they need. I don't know how this hasn't gonna. By the way, if you're Chicago, spend extra money. Give say seven fifty-one. 752, <laughs> 753. Just wait until yes. they say yes. Have, and have Luis uh, Robles run the auction. With yeah. you. It's, it usually yields good results. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Emma Bolting. To yeah, Seattle. To Seattle. Fine, if they can make it work, go for it. I could care about that. I actually do care about this a little bit because I think I think he would be great in Seattle, but I think he would be a big loss to uh, to LA Galaxy. I think they he is he's a he's uh, a, a pacey player, uh, and and uh, he's not necess- he's a threat to score. Uh, I think because Sebastian Legette, yeah, especially watching the game against Atlanta, Sebastian Legette is not he's at, not a winger. He, well, no, it's not that he's not a winger. He's more of a midfielder, but he's he's not uh, he's not a hundred percent. Yeah, he's not a hundred percent healthy. 
So, but he's only going to get that way by playing. Knew, before he he got that injury, before he and uh, in, in the in the World Cup qualifier, how fast was Sebastian Legette? He was one of the fastest guys on the 100%. field. Hundred percent. He is he has lost a step. He is not not that he's not he can't get there, but he's not there yet. He's only going to get that by playing though. Yes, but Boateng is uh, a crazy fast dude, and I don't I don't. I think losing him is a bigger deal for especially LA Galaxy with what they're going through right now, uh, and they're sort of trying to figure out what this team is supposed to look like. I think it's a bigger loss for Seattle, even though uh, a bigger loss for LA Galaxy, even though Seattle could really, really use. And them. also, if LA Galaxy is trying to move anyone, it should be Ola Kamara. And if Seattle's trying to get anyone, it should be Ola Kamara. Dempsey's now a bench player; he's a super sub. I mean, uh, okay. Bruin is not, not. If Bruin is the guy that's starting for you as a center forward, he's not on the you bench. Fuck Dempsey's, up. The, Dempsey's not on the bench. He's in yeah. The, he's in the locker room because he got a red card. Yeah, obviously. And, <laughs> and they just keep they perpetuating how many games. Sorry, you're not allowed to go out for the first 15 minutes of this game. <laughs> oh, this one was another. This is the one that hurt me the most. Jonathan Lewis, the, the Columbus crew. Sweet baby Jonathan Lewis. So Jonathan Lewis is isn't not- Jonathan Lewis the one that knows Patrick Vieira personally? Uh, I, you mean like the? Remember they knew each other before the draft. Their parents knew each other. Oh, I don't know. I actually don't Something know. happened. Someone, I think it's him. Maybe. What did he do? What? Also, the, uh, the, the I think this was in the article. There was a rumor that he he arrived late to uh, a team event or team meeting, uh, and this is why he hasn't uh, played. Which you know, Patrick Vieira is not. You know, he's he's a he's a he's a rules. You break the rules. Five minutes early is on time. Yeah, he's, on time is late. Yeah, he's one of those. So it, it's uh, I don't know exactly. You know, this is this is uh, we're speculating hearsay hearsay, but it's not crazy. We've heard. Remember the uh, the Kyrie Shelton Mikey Lopez uh, incident in the, mm-hmm. what was that in the second year of NYCFC? Well, they posted an Instagram video where they're like, ah, FC Yo. Dallas ain't even got to worry about them. Yeah, we're gonna win over there, and they're like, well, then they were kept off. They were kept off the team sheet because uh, they apparently they were they were not. It was so the egregious yeah. that Vieira actually gave an additional game suspension to, Cla- to, uh, to Clint, Clint Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, well, he, he earned it. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's his fault for letting them. <laughs> it both was in that. Texas. That's where he's, that's where Dempsey's yeah. from. So it all, it yeah. all makes sense. It all makes sense. In the end, and that's how Cardi B was. Born. I'm like, this guy was like, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I like where your head's at, Vieira. <laughs> Uh, but that yeah, oh, I'd be a surprise. But look, it, it's difficult to have this debate when like the guy's not playing at all. But w- the frustrating thing is the little flashes of brilliance we saw last year. I want to see more of. Mm-hmm. And watching Rodney Wallace play is so frustrating that I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Bring on Lewis. <laughs> I've yelled at, where's Lewis? Bring Lewis in. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, look. they didn't have a great game uh, over the weekend, but what are you going to do? Uh, Kellen Rowe to Seattle. Uh, so Seattle getting Emma Boateng and Kellen Rowe, if possible. Kellen uh, Rowe, also another guy on the bench, not really getting a lot of playing time. You know, he he was playing uh, a, a bit for the uh, – he played in the Gold Cup, right? I believe. Yeah, Kellen he played Rowe. for the men's national team. Men's national team. Good player. Uh, we met him at MLS Cup. Yes, sweetheart of a dude. Mm-hmm. He's from Seattle though, so this would be a big move for him. He's got the Seattle skyline tattooed. Oh, okay. He's got the uh, the Frazier, you know, the the logo for Frazier yeah, tattooed yeah. on his arm. I mean, it doesn't say Frazier, but it's that skyline. <laughs> well, it should. It should though. Yeah, <laughs> he actually has tossed salad and scrambled eggs underneath. I was like, all right, Kellen Rowe. Uh, look, but like he's from there. He's clearly a Seattle dude. This would make the most sense. It would. It would. But- this is their version of getting slot time because you know Seattle's not spending money. <laughs> 
look, if uh, if New England is not going to get a lead win, why in the world would they get rid of Kellen Rowe? I, I, th- that doesn't make sense to me either. Uh, he's a good option uh, in the midfield. I think Diego Fagundes is sort of becoming the, the, the more of a staple, especially since Lee Wynn is not playing. Uh, for, he's the number 10 now. Yeah, for that for that midfield. And he's doing a great job. Yeah, he's been he's been great. And I, I got to be honest, he seemed, he feels more dangerous in front of goal now because he does have the option of passing as well. Where sure. last year it seemed like he was constantly just trying to, you know, put in them buckets. You know what I mean? He was just trying to lift his numbers up. Yeah. Now it seems like he's more about the team itself. At least watching him, he comes across to me as a bit more dangerous with the ball at his feet. Oh, well, I think I think uh, as long as Brad Friedel is uh, the coach and, Ro- and Robert Kraft is the owner, I think uh, New England is going to keep all their players forever. Yeah, uh, and Ke- nothing's going to happen. Kellen Rowe is going to get a 22-year contract. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Tam be damned. <laughs> uh, so, look, a, a, a couple surprising things. I mean, uh, hopefully, I mean, the only one I'm, I, I would be legitimately sad to go would be Tommy McNamara. We we have a you know he's he's and Jonathan a- Lewis because I think he has so much potential. Uh, I, I honestly thought he was the instant replacement for Jack Harrison. Um, sucks to have seen Jack Harrison go, but props to him. I thought Jonathan Lewis is the guy who's going to take that spot now. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. And he but should. The, the the deadline, I believe, is uh, what, May 10th? Something yeah. like that? It's, uh, we got time. Yeah. Uh, July, uh, May, se- May 2nd is July 10th. So uh, so there's some time. So who's, who knows what will happen. Um, uh, a couple other things. Uh, Atlanta, United, Atlanta United did go to step up center to play the LA Galaxy, uh, and there was a great moment uh, before the game by Cosmo. We know Cosmo went when uh, Manchester United played in the in the ICC uh, against LA Galaxy. He represented all of American soccer. <laughs> uh, he had he had put a, a a sandwich board or like a easel or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and he put this poster that said, uh, uh, "It's called soccer." Uh, and and there's a great picture of uh, Jose Mourinho walking by it, uh, you know, kind of upset, and him and and Cosmo pointing to the to, uh, to the poster. But there's also Pogba knocking the poster down with a ball as he walked away. Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> which is great. Uh, no, Good luck to Pogba with wherever he decides to go uh, next year. <laughs> uh, he's going to the bench this week. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> uh, See, we can talk about Europe. So look the. Uh, a great moment between um, Joseph Martinez and Cosmo when uh, there was a, I, I don't know if you guys remember, the, the image that Joseph Martinez was not very happy with of, of it was a Valentine's Day image where- He had like one arm up one over arm up, the back of his head. Rose, rose in his mouth, uh, yeah. you know, and very, very seductive, Joseph. Very, very salacious. You know, we're not, we're not used to seeing that side of Joseph, but, but it was cool for him to- He to, loves to score, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when that image came out, Joseph Martinez was very, very upset because apparently he said that that was like a joke that they didn't think they were actually going to use it. Not exactly. he was upset that it leaked. Which yeah, which is odd because you also took the fo- you didn't have to get in that position, right? Also, like it was it's super funny. Like it, it'd be so much better if he just embraced it. Uh, but whatever he he's uh, he has every right to be like. I don't want that photo out, which is okay. Yeah. Uh, well, this has happened to all everyone in entertainment. You know, I did a pilot where I was like, it needs to be this way, this way, this way. And they were like, absolutely. And then we shot it. And they're like, that was great. Could you just take one take where you say this cheesy thing? And I was like, well, no, I mean, I don't want that on there. Like, just do one just so like we can cut it up and in case we need it, maybe a VO. And I'm like, all right. 
like an idiot, like a fucking rookie. I did it. And th- when I got the video back, it was all of those. <laughs> I looked like the cheesiest food show host. I was like, oh, my God. I texted my manager. I was like, do not show that to anyone. She's like, well, they already sent it. And I was like, ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, look. It, it's, and that's exactly what happened. To him. It's, yeah. This is exactly what it's, it's Things like that are possible. But the fact that uh, Cosmo put the f- image he put that poster uh, on on the field right next Printed to Jeff. Printed it out on an easel. <laughs> put it on an easel. Also, the easel is such a disrespectful move. <laughs> and there's no one holding it. It's not a sign. He put it on the easel. It's like a presentation. Yeah, yeah. He's about to do like a PowerPoint yeah, about, yeah. about how seductive Joseph Martinez is. <laughs> and uh, it's right in front of where Joseph Martinez celebrates his goal. Yeah. And look, and, and uh, th- what I do love about the LA Galaxy is that they they are like uh, Atlanta United. I would say because they 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 clapped back with the uh, uh, you know Los Angeles, you're welcome, and the sh- showing the scoreline of two nil. Uh, great, great work. But LA Galaxy, they do it differently. Where they're, they're not really uh, they don't do the stuff too much on social media specifically. Like they leave it all to Cosmo to be that guy. Well, it seems like there's two divisions. There's yes. a few people in the LA Galaxy camp that are really good there's at social the Cosmo, media. Cosmo division, and then there's the Cosmo which division, ha- which has a, a 46 person staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <They do>. writers, <laughs> comedians. There's there's guys walking around with like old coffee mugs who haven't left that office in years. They do good work. They do great work. <laughs> it's this is the the Simpsons writing <laughs> writing yeah, yeah. staff on break uh they they do they do cosmo uh but super funny man uh, like th- th- that's the to me this is like th- that's the the thing that's maybe missing in a lot of other leagues is like, like a little bit of this banter in between uh the clubs themselves it's lighthearted it's and light-hearted. it's funny it's what we were talking about in the in the previous yeah, episode cause like we're all still trying to figure out you know the league is young we're all figuring it out and 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 rather than adopting like the two hundred years of tradition, yeah. where like you, you know you, you do not speak, yeah, like which, which is like Javiera so kind of has that mentality, right? Like I was, uh, Patrick Vieira has. Oh, that okay. Mentality, I right? thought you said Javier. I was like, who the hell, is Javier? <laughs> Chicharito. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but you could see the, the the sort of cloth where he comes from. Right? Yeah, which he like, does come from a traditional. Don't you don't yeah. you respect your opponent, so and so, but like. MLS is like, nah, dog, we're going to put up photos of embarrassing photos of the players right, yeah. in front of, right on the field. But, you know, MLS three years ago would have been very upset at something like that. But yeah. I think because LA Galaxy with that shooting star meme, it reminds me of, and I think we talked about this on the podcast, SNL, when that uh, Lazy Sunday rap video came out, they tried to take it off the internet every time somebody would reload it because it was so funny. And then they were like, wait a minute, millions of people are watching this? Yeah, what's the wait, point? This is clearly a positive. All right, now everyone do this. That's kind of what happened with LA Galaxy. That shooting star meme, they got in trouble for it. And then everyone was like, why would you do that? This was a lot of fun. I like yeah. the league more now. And, and you know, Don Garbo was like, everyone, everyone, <laughs> hire a comedian. You know, NYCFC, to some degree, is still a little stiff when it comes to stuff yeah, like they, this. Yeah, they're not, that's not their uh, philosophy. Yeah. To, you know, they're very professional. It's, it's, it's essentially. Which is, yeah, it's a different way to do it. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I think that what, what happens is, that, look, New Yorkers are still New Yorkers. So the, the, the representation of uh, the, the support. Supporters is very different. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, the club itself might be a little bit more posh, but the the supporters, the supporters, we're yeah. holding turkey legs in the sky. I mean, come on, there are people <laughs> wearing buckets that used to have chicken Put in them. Put your turkey legs in the sky, <laughs> <laughs> and waving from it's side to side. side. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right, man. That's I mean, if that's not playing in the in stadium song, yeah, uh, turkey legs up in the air and waving like you just don't care. <laughs> so uh, primarily about your blood pressure. <laughs> 
So look, uh, so yeah, so that was great. I, that was uh, pretty entertaining. Um, also, uh, the CCL finals coming up this uh, this Wednesday, Toronto against Chivas. Why don't we take a break and we'll come back and talk about that and plus some of the games. Okay. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Let's take a break. Go to our sponsors. Yeah. Uh, really excited about it. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about those games. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans. We just want to break in real quick with a, a message from our sponsor. A new sponsor. Bam, 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 bam. Come on, man. We got a new sponsor. Away Days Football, uh, a great new clothing brand uh, uh, based out of Boston. Uh, and don't hold it against them. Small, they are <laughs> small, small company. Just a, uh, just like a, you know, like a, it's like a mom and pop, but like high quality gear. For yeah, high I quality mean, soccer. they're doing the same thing we're doing. You know, they want to represent soccer. They're doing it themselves. We're using, you know, our our comedic ability. They're they went out and made some really dope gear, and they have this one really cool product. So, look, they've got great hoodies, great hats, great shirts, great jackets. Check out all their stuff. All really high quality. We don't, you know, when it comes to us, we don't just say that. When we work with someone, we want to make sure their stuff's great. All their stuff, super high quality. But the the mystery kit, this is the dopest thing for me, especially. Yeah, a mystery kit. This this is like for for the gambler in you. You know, <laughs> yeah. so you want to take risks. Balls to the wall. <laughs> all the, all those of you who bought Bitcoin at fifteen thousand, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> no, man, this is uh, this is exciting. So the the mystery kit is basically uh, it's it's twenty five dollars, right? Right. You pay 25 bucks and, and you will get a mystery kit shipped to you. You don't know what team it's going to be for. Uh, you, you have all, no clue. Oh, you, you just say, hey, I want it in this size. And yeah. boom, you're gonna get you're just gonna get a ra- a random kit, and it's not gonna be like uh, it's not Real Madrid, it's not, and it's yeah. not gonna be Tottenham, and it's not gonna be Manchester it's, and United. Like, and it's not gonna be like if you're if you're a, a Arsenal uh, supporter, you're not gonna get yeah. a Tottenham kit. They send you 17 Tottenham <laughs> kit. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> no, that. Why do they got my name on the back? Why does it say 81 on it? You know, <laughs> you're is, not gonna get that. We, you might get like a you might get like a, you know bottom of the table Swedish team or something, yeah, like, or or like you know some team in like a Finland, which is dope. These are teams you've never heard of. And you know me, I love funky funky kids. I yeah. love weird teams. I got one that says like FC Wanker on it. Ooh. You know, yeah. I mean, there's all dope stuff. It's like great, you could get. It's a great brand. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> brand. Wear it around England. They love you. But like you can get some really funky kids. And the best part is it's $25. You don't know what you're getting. It's a nice surprise when you order it. And do what I do, which is just pay for the year. Just, just do it every month. It's $300 a year. And you're going to get 12 dope kids. It's perfect for the summer. The summer's coming up. You can wear it. Come yeah, on, it's dope. It's, look, this it's it's an exciting thing. Like so, you can eat, you can get uh, you can just buy one mystery kit. You can get a mystery pack that also comes with like a jacket and like other other goodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you can also get a three month subscription for seventy five dollars. Uh, and look, and you, this is also they even have uh, kids kits. As they well. got kids kits. Kids kits. Kids kits. <laughs> Did we say it already? It's fun to say. Uh, yeah, mystery kids kits. <laughs> so make sure you go to Away Days Football. Uh, that's spelled F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L, Away Days Football. Uh, and make sure you use the promo code COOLIGANS. You're going to get 15% off the entire site. Anything you pick up, you'll get 15% off if you use the promo code COOLIGANS. It's a, it's an exciting product, an exciting offer. They also have other gear, but make sure you pick up one of those mystery kits and make sure you use the promo code COOLIGANS. So if you use COOLIGANS, that means that mystery kit is $21.25. I mean, what you've, you've ordered sandwiches that are more than that. Uh, what's a twenty-one dollar sandwich look if like? If you haven't ordered a sandwich that's more than twenty-one dollars, you ain't living. All right. Then you need to email us. Email us, and I'll tell you where to go. Also, what you need to do before you email us, go to awaydaysfootball.com. 
Go ahead, put in Cooligans, get yourself a 15% discount. Think about how fly your summer gear is going to be, your vacation gear is going to be with all these funky kids. Hi, this is Mike Coscarelli from Anxiety Now. And Andrea Allen from the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We just launched the brand new OG Podcast Network and wanted to let you know that you can hear ours and other great shows by going to ogpodcastnetwork.com. Also, be sure to follow the network on social media to keep up to date with new shows, videos, and live events. That's at OG Podcasts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can subscribe to your favorite OG podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby, we're back. We are back, and let's get let's get through these games because uh, quickly, and we'll go from uh, you know the uh, excitement to yeah. uh, to how to disappointment. For, well, let's for us. <laughs> let's talk. Yeah, let's talk CCL first. <laughs> yes, we'll talk CCL. So right. the, the CCL, like I did mention uh, earlier, it is happening uh, today, tonight. No, no, Wednesday night. Yeah. Yeah, tonight, because, okay. Uh, duh. Alexis doesn't know when this show comes out. Uh, duh. <laughs> My fault. So tonight, if you're listening on Wednesday. That's right. Uh, and uh, Toronto's down 2-1 to one to to Chivas. They're playing. Um, they lost 2-1 to one at home against the worst team. Yes. But also, in Liga MA. They, lost, they, they, uh, they lost their food as they were throwing up on the field. There was a lot that went against them, but now they're going to go to Guadalajara. Yep. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can pull this out. This, I, is, this might be too tough. I just picture Chivas just being like, "All right, we're going to play a ten zero zero. Yeah, uh, we might even put in two goalkeepers. <laughs> they scored uh, what? They scored three or f- they scored four goals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in aggregate, but they scored three goals against um, uh, Club America. Oh no, they, uh, against Tigres. So who knows? I mean, and one of the most important players, like it seems to be uh, the guy that makes them tick at this point, Victor Vasquez, looks like he's not going to play he either. He hasn't played. Uh, I don't know. Serious back injury. The sensation he feels is down the leg and into the foot. Ooh. So numb the dude up. Just give him cortisone shots from the <laughs> neck down. I want him out there just flailing arms, <laughs> maybe falling every few seconds. I can't imagine if if there's – I mean, look, it's you would be potentially – disrupting his season and MLS, but what are you going to do? You won the treble last year. There's nothing you're going to do this year that's going to top that besides winning CCL. you got to throw it all at CCL. Victor Vasquez, you need to find it in your heart. Think of those conquistadors who didn't want to get on the boat but still went and ravished all of those countries in Latin America. Yeah. Think of that. You need to do the same. You need to get on that plane and take all the pills you can find and go to Mexico and ruin it just as much as your forefathers did. Okay. I mean, if, if you know, I've never heard a more inspiring speech ever. <laughs> think, think of what, all, all, what your colonizers went through yeah, to, yeah. To, really, to really destroy and, and, and reshape the world in their image. Those curved metal hats. <laughs> uh, look. I think it's possible. Not you know, it's it, it's not unlikely of all of any team that Toronto is going to be going up against. I think they can do it uh, against uh, against Chivas. Like uh, again, they are not a great team. They they for but they they play uh, defensive football. They 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 they're they're compact. They're organized. Uh, I think Toronto can break them down. I think uh, the, the the first leg was just like weird because a, a couple of the players were under the weather. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm, what I'm worried about, the one thing I'm worried about is that they get close and they don't do it. I kind of feel like if Toronto's going to go there, 
You either you either do it or you stink it up. Look, I think that and and Toronto had they have a lot in their minds. It was obviously that that tragedy just the uh, the other day. There, uh, no, that's true, and so, it's something we didn't talk about on this podcast yet. Yeah, you know, but we mentioned it on our Twitter. You know, our hearts go out to everyone in Toronto. Uh, nine people passed away, unfortunately. Ten, I think. Yeah, is it ten now? Ten, yeah, a bunch of people injured. It's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It's just another ridiculous thing. And, and this, look, this shit needs to end. And and it's it's clearly going to be on the players' minds. Uh, you know, whether that's you know, inspires them more or or, or or is distracting. I don't know. But like it's it, hard to say. We, you know, we're talking be, about soccer and people are yeah, losing their lives. It, I get it. But, exactly. So it's difficult. But I will say that, that you know, for the for the fans in Toronto that are fans of Toronto FC, uh, a team that clearly represents that city that has won and done really, really well for that city that that entire city came out for uh, for their championship parade when they won MLS Cup. There's something that we really wish we could be there for. We were there when they won, but we weren't there for that parade. But um I think this would be just a little something to get their minds off of it, you know, yeah. and and hopefully, you know, they can take this tragedy and use it as inspiration and 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 see that you know sports don't matter in these moments, but they can be used to turn these thoughts and minds around for at least a little bit, a little glimpse of some excitement, a little glimpse of some joy in an otherwise absolutely horrific thing. Yeah, yeah. especially so, being New Yorkers, you know, we've dealt we've dealt with this a bunch of times at exactly. this point. So, um, so let's go on to some of the MLS matches. Oh, wait. Do you think they're going to win? What's uh, the final for you? You know what? I'm gonna, I don't think they're going to win. What, what's your prediction? Do you have a score? I think— They're down 2-1, so they basically need to win 3-1. to one. Yeah. I, I think maybe they score 1. Or 2-0, which I don't think it's going to be 2-0. I don't think it's going to be— uh, I, I, No, if it's 2-0, it, it doesn't go to pens. No. Or go to extra time. No, two nil is uh, no, no, no. It's a win. Yeah, it's a win because on on wiggles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's then it's three to one. So two nil. They they are right down. They, now they are down two to one. Two to one. So two nil would make it three, three to one. Two, three, three two. Three two. Yeah. yeah okay. So they win automatically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think they're gonna do it. I think it's. I think Chivas, like you said, I think they're gonna play way too defensive. Uh, they don't really need to. I, and I think they might get a goal. So you think it's gonna be what two one? Uh, this the in the second leg, yeah, I think it might be. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, I think it might be two one. Yeah, like two one to, Toronto. Toronto might win, but they lose on aggregate. Okay, I think they're gonna do it. I think it's gonna be three one. Okay, it might even be four one. We'll see. I, I wish them the best. I think it's gonna be very, very tough. But come on, they, if any team can do it, I think they can. So uh, especially ever in MLS history, yeah. it's this one. So um, Major League Soccer. Let's go. Let's go through the games in the in the order they were played. Uh, we're gonna talk about a couple of them. Sporting Kansas City against Vancouver. The Vancouver Whitecaps uh, have they lost before the two red cards? Uh, yeah, they were down three yeah. 0 <laughs> They were down three 0 <laughs> Didn't make that much of a difference. But I honestly thought the the a really big moment in the game was early on that the the seventh minute when Timelia made that stop against on Jordi, Jordi Reyna. Oh man, that was a beast move. What a great like that's such a. It, I mean, it literally looked like he was. It was like an open net, and Timmy Lee came almost came out of nowhere. But the funny thing is, the look on Jordi Reyna's face was like, "No, no, 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 no. We each did what we were supposed to do. <laughs> I cut in front of you. I did my job. Yeah, and you were supposed to either go past me or not go far enough. Yes, it was like a, 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 a you know, the blocking on a play, and they they didn't do it. They didn't right. stage it correctly. Like, no, you're you're ruining the show. Jordi's like, you're making me look like the <laughs> asshole here when it's clearly you for doing more. Than what you were supposed to do. <laughs> what a crazy. Timelia is. It, it, and and I want to say this. I, I don't think it was Jordi Reyna not placing the shot 
well. It really was the, the crazy, the excellence and skill of Tim Melia. Jordi Reyna has zero fault in any of zero. that. <laughs> There's nothing he could have done. He couldn't have held onto the ball any longer. The only thing he could have done was played for a penalty. Kick the ball a little bit further away and let Tim Melia, Tim Melia like crash into him. That's yeah. it. That's the only thing he could have done in that situation. Tim Melia created... He made the goal so small that I was like, is that a hockey goal out there? <laughs> How is that possible? He cut off the exact – I mean, that play right there needs to be shown over and over and over again at yeah. football academies, like goalkeeping academies. He did not give up Michael on Michael Madgett, are you – did you watch that play? <laughs> Let us know what you thought, Mike Madgett. If you don't know Mike Madgett, he's a funny comic, and he runs a great goalkeeping academy out in L.A. Yeah, so the, the – the, the, yeah, that, I think that, that – if, if Vancouver scores first, it really changes the whole complexion of the game. Uh, but again, the gr- just an absolute great, great play from Timelia. Um, but really, well, I think a couple of the standouts here: Johnny Russell again lighting it up. Uh, also, Johnny Russell, I'm I'm gonna say this gulliest player in the MLS right is, now. He, in, in MLS, he, sorry, I said the again. My <laughs> bad. People he, get upset about that. He is, uh, yeah, he is creating a sort of a legend for himself. He, I mean, in just in, in the few weeks he's he's, he's existed. Uh, in this league, he is going to get under your skin. Yeah, he is like Felipe with skill. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish Felipe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, the, the the two the two red cards. That Meta were, World Russell. <laughs> <laughs> the the two world the red cards that were issued were kind of because of Johnny Russell uh, and getting in in uh, Jordi Reyna's face and also Jordi Reyna. I, I don't know. He was fighting with Jordi Reyna, fighting with uh, Ifrain uh, Juarez. Yeah. And uh, we like honestly, this to me, this is one of the even though this is like letter of the law and they should have both been given red cards. This feels this is the place where VAR feels like ugh, taking out two players in on on one play. It's like the rule is that if it happens, it should be treated as you know, like this is what was supposed to happen. This yeah. is by the letter of the law. But in the spirit of the game, yes, this seems a bit too big brothery. Yes, it's too much. But also, VAR has been used in such great situations. I don't know that VAR has a future in soccer. It just you know, uh, I think Premier League said no to it. Um, I think Champions League for this League, year. They said. For this year, at least, it, well, it's, it's going to be at the World Cup. It's going to be at the World I Cup. I disagree. I don't think. I think it's going to be around. I think at the World Cup we're going to see it play uh, a big role like it did in this game. Yeah, and even if. I mean, look, it's, you know, these players get it. You know what? Because you hit the dude in the face a little bit. He didn't punch him. He didn't punch him. It was kind of like a closed-fingered mush. Closed-fingered mush. Closed-fingered mush. We've all been there. never heard nobody. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I hope Chris Brown's not listening to this. Uh, Yeah, I mean, context is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, who's getting mushed is very big, very big. My opinion changes very quickly if it's somebody else. It did did seem a little excessive because it It wasn't, but it just seems... Like it ruined the game. It ruined the game. But also, did it? They were down three 0 And then, if you're a if you're a sporting Kansas City fan, that made the game quite fantastic, <laughs> quite exciting. They were having a great time, just kicking it around over yeah. there. And also, George uh, Johnny Russell, he's on one. He's here. Yeah. This is it. The red cards are going to take away from how beautifully he played before that. He is doing exactly what's asked of him. He's going. I mean, it seems like even on his first touch, he is attacking the defender. Yeah. He is putting defenders on their back heels. He's dinking it over the, the keeper. He's getting under people's skin. If this Kansas City is the Johnny Russell show. Yeah. And but let me tell you something. Sporting Kansas City is better off for it. 
No one even realizes Kyrie Shelton can't score. <laughs> well, they score six goals, and Kyrie's <laughs> like, yo, can I get one? Let me get half. <laughs> I'm the guy up front who should yeah. be doing these. <laughs> can I get a second assist? <laughs> I mean, how is the other team down to nine and you still don't score? <laughs> look, uh, I was talking to Kuzer about this, but look, the Kyrie... He, they're fine. They're fine they're with him. They're fine with he's great. For, he's a great addition to the team. They love him. But scoring, just like in New York City Football Club, that's not what he does. No. <laughs> Everything but that. Uh, he does help the team score. But he But not by scoring. Yeah. Yeah. And uh hopefully that changes. I I know some people were they they were uh the uh, there was the penalty that Ilya took and some people were, uh, that he missed. That he missed. Well it got stopped. He got stopped, but like some people were like, You don't you don't let Kyrie just get that one. You're already yeah. up like five nothing. And you know nothing. Kyrie would just sa sa Simeone, just tippity tappity tippity tappity tippity tappity tippity tappity over the bar. Uh, so I mean, look, st- still as Sporting Kansas City after that that initial loss to NYCFC has uh been incredibly uh not necessarily dominant, but they've been like they've just been playing they're so back. so well. Yeah, they they're they back. Look, they look Can like- this continue though? I'm not so sure. But Johnny Russell looks like a great pickup. All right. So let's talk about uh, Montreal. Versus LAFC. LAFC at Stad Saputo. How it, does Piotti get a hat trick and they lose by two goals? <laughs> How? This was another one where uh, another red card issued. But look, uh, but this is this this show was clearly Laurent Simon coming back. Uh, to to Montreal, and he brought he brought his scoring boots with him. Man, he brought uh, his rocket with yeah, him. Yeah, he wheeled the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, I, uh, Laurent, I don't think this is allowed. On no, the- it's for the free kick. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he uh, he had that free kick. The you know the LAFC was already down two nil, and <laughs> there was no placing this free kick. He said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to Roberto Carlos this thing. I am going to hit it as hard as possible no. and hope that it's, that net makes a sound. No spin. No. No, no English. No. no. <laughs> Zero. Just- this thing didn't even shake in the air. It stood straight, <laughs> shot. It actually came in at a point. It almost broke the net. The keeper took a hesitation because I think it kind of looked like it was going to bend. Well, no. I think he, he was... Positioned for Carlos Vela uh, with the left foot, with to curl it, with yeah, to curl it. So he was probably he, the wall was uh, there, but he was the wall was to his left, and he stood to the left of the goal. So this completely the right side of the goal. No, Lorenzo Mon was like because there was no there was, wall. There, there was, was nothing. nothing. There was nothing preventing the uh, wall was there for Vela. <laughs> the wall was clearly there. Yeah. For Vela. No, Lo- if you no. could pause that moment. And start taking bets on who's going to kick that ball. <laughs> Only Laurent Simon would say he's going to kick that ball. Yeah, there, there was. I mean, it was just a straight shot rocket yeah. to the corner of the net. Uh, the, the yeah, Evan Bush did not have. It was just like it was one of those. He played it. He's not going to embarrass me. Yeah. <laughs> Look how far away he is. There's no way. Come on, man. I know this guy. <laughs> We've shared $22 sandwiches with each other. He's never going to do this. <laughs> and he did exactly that. And and uh, classy, and, you know, Laurent uh scoring, running over to, I think, the, the, the technical staff or something like that, and didn't didn't celebrate too hard. Just, uh, I think. Hugs. A lot of hugs. He did one of those, like, uh, like when you point to the coach, like, Thank you for believing in me. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You point to the coach like that one's for you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me take that. Yeah. Even though Carlos Vela has a uh, Arjun Robin uh, yeah. left foot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so look, um, but this game changed obviously after the red card. The red card, uh, everything. Victor changes. Cabrera, another Montreal's another team 
that cannot. Vancouver got a couple reds. Seattle started the season with a with a couple reds. Um, this one, uh, this one, I don't, th- I didn't think was a red. I, I don't believe it was a red either. I thought um, clearly yellow. Clearly a yellow. I understand that, but the, it was a weird play. Marco, the, it was a pass from Vela to Ureña. Ureña wants to dummy it. It hits the Cabrera, so it bounces back to Ureña. Now it's going towards the goal. Yeah, and Ure, uh, uh, Cabrera like instinctively is like running towards the player, kind of trips up Ureña. Behind, like, but, but it didn't seem like he was going to hit the player specifically. He was just getting goal. into the scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a bang, bang play. It happened very fast. I don't believe it's a straight red because I don't think there was malicious intent. And Clearly a, a foul. No, not malicious intent, but you would get the red for the denial of obvious goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah, dog so. Which I don't know. That was an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. The ball was in between uh, Ureña, Evan Bush. Everybody's sort of chasing it. Yeah. Ureña, yeah, he probably has a shot. For yeah. it, but it's not a hundred percent. And it's also Marco Reña, so it's a zero percent chance it's going to score. He's not wearing a Costa Rica shirt, so. <laughs> well, he'll sort it out for LAFC one and, day. <laughs> by the way, LAFC I think has hit the post and the crossbar more than any other team. Uh, I don't know. Look at Atlanta United against Atlanta LA. United, they, actually, I mean, yeah, Atlanta United. I was, still hear it. I think they're still banging. Bing. It off the I think it sound like dodgeball when it hits the wall. <laughs> um. Look, but that yeah, that changed the game entirely. That was just a what a crazy uh, uh, scenario. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Once that happened, uh, even even after that happens, um, uh, what, what, at that penalty, Urania misses the penalty. Yeah, from that shot. Uh, I told you he can't score. Then, uh, Piatti gets that incredible long trick. ball. Gets that hat trick. What a great on the volley. Be- I mean, look, we've we talk about Piatti, and look, we haven't talked about Montreal this much this season because. Who, there's nothing to talk there's about. There's nothing to talk about. So- we don't want this to be a sad <laughs> podcast. Okay. You're not- Sorry, Sofian. Sorry. <laughs> We're ruin it. Oh, the, the cool against ruined my day. Born of all. We get it. <laughs> so look, the, the but Piatti, when he shows that those flashes of brilliance, you're just like, man, this is just one. Well, look, he he wasn't voted the the most underrated player for no reason. No, but here's the thing: they're never going to trade him, and he deserves to be traded. They won't trade him because the fans won't show up. Why else would they show up? Remy Gard is is clearly has a three year plan. I hope he does. Yeah, because it definitely ain't a one year plan. This ain't this ain't it. Uh, he clearly has a two to three year plan in his mind, and I don't know that Piatti's going to be able to stick around for the whole thing. So, I know the trade deadline's coming. Send him somewhere. Send him right. somewhere. He deserves to know. play in the playoffs. He deserves to play for a better team. He's and he was in the playoffs and with a lead. He's never won anything. No, he never. I'm saying, but he was when they lost against Toronto in that uh, epic game at BMO Field. But he, he was in a lesser team. No offense, but Toronto was a better team at that time. Sure, sure. Uh, but they, you know, they still lost MLS Cup that year. What are you gonna do? All uh, I'm saying, true. But all <laughs> I'm saying is, I think Piatti deserves the chance to play on a better team. I, I, okay, that's fair. I, 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 I don't think Montreal is a terrible team just a- across the board. Results think, wise, but this this year. This year they've been very bad, uh, and they, well, then send them to a better team this uh, year. Like give them, give them, a, give them a little time. Alexis. If they're not going to be better than Atlanta, they're not going to be better than <laughs> no, YCFC. They're, they're not. I don't think they're. They're right. not going to be better than even Orlando, which somehow uh, is, is is not losing anymore. I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. But no, they're not. So let him get some. I mean, this guy doesn't need this much vacation. <laughs> it, it it's nice to see. You know, even the I think the what was it, the second goal, the first goal he got was a blast. It was amazing. How about this? How about how about Lee Wynn and Piotti make? Their own team. 
<laughs> make their own team. Make their own like team. Like FIFA Ultimate Team? Or <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, that's all Lee is doing I, right now anyway. to break this to you, Alexis, that is not how it works at all. Uh, <laughs> it might be. If... It, it, it's not LeBron calling up Lee Wynn and being like, yo, we're going to make the big three out in Nashville. <laughs> we're going to Nashville. <laughs> we're going to bring our talents to, Na- to the country music city. <laughs> okay, it's a little bit more complex than that. Uh, all right. I so, think it has to be. But, uh, th- but that ent- entertaining game, uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. So let's talk about uh, Rebels against Chicago. Rebels win this game two to one. Uh, no, lose this game two to one. Oh, sorry. Rebels lose this game two to one to the Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire Chica- coming in. What's his name? Katai. Alex Katai. K- Katai sounded like the the Growlix. You know what a Growlix is? Like the the remember the old Batman show when he would punch someone, it would say bam. Yes, that's a Growlix. Katai sounds like the the Growlix that pops up when he hit that monster shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katai. Yeah, there's just a bubble. Katai. Katai. Uh, that shot. What the, I I enjoyed that a lot because the. The, the the announcers. I loved it more for the announcers because I think this this game was on uh this game was on Univision. This was Univision. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the announcers were, were you know they don't see these teams every week like right. like a local announcer. Yeah. So the announcers were just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? that? What was that? Major League? What? Yeah. Has he always been on the team? You know. I love that because you hear paper fluttering. <laughs> they're trying to find the guy's name. Because a lot of times the the uh, the national uh, announcers don't follow the league yeah. super closely. They have to like do like a lot of prep work probably the day before. They have they have a uh, a meeting with the, with the broadcast team and all that stuff. So it, it's one of those like, who is this guy? Alexander yeah. Katai. I did not know he had this feature. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he can do that. And I I love the the shock and awe because it, it part of it feels a little condescending because it, it feels a little like um that like really you're that surprised? These are professional soccer players. Right. Like some of these guys can probably do this regularly. But it did seem like a kid who played FIFA for the first time is like, oh, is that what happens when I press that button? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Because <laughs> you know, did in, you guys in, see that in the Premier League? You know, like when you're watching NBC Sports, like Arlo White is like, what a what a strike! You know, they 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 talk about how great the play is. They they're not like. Whoa! Yeah. Cannot believe he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just as shocked as you are at home. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, uh, th- that was probably my favorite part of it. But um, this game, I think, man of the match has to go to uh, the goalkeeper Richard Sanchez. Or what a beast or, from Mexico, right? Or, yeah, or as, I think he's American, but um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's American, but of Mexican descent. I think he's from Chicago. Oh, or really? Illinois. I could beast. Be- Beast game. Richard Sanchez, or as I like to call him, Dick Sanchez. Oh. Uh, great, great, uh, great game. And look, we were talking last week. Actually, he got a little muddy, so maybe we should call him Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the thing that's interesting, like last week, we were talking about Iker Garcia is possibly going to Chicago Fire. And, and he, strike he, that. Uh, Dick heard that. And he was yeah. like, nah, son. Hate to be a dick about it, but nah, <laughs> son. <laughs> Not happening. Great no. game. I mean, look, the, I think the, the, the goal that they gave up in the 80th minute was like, you know, it sucked he didn't get the clean sheet, but I'm, I'm just stopping Daniel Royer at every opportunity. Yeah. Royer has not scored this season. Uh, and, and, and Boy, Rich, has he tried. And Richard Sanchez has, it was a big uh, part of that. But Chicago had that, finally had that game where they just like looked good. And, and I think this was uh, Dax McCarty's first win at uh, Rebel Arena since leaving. Since leaving, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I looked at that and I said, "Well, all right. Now you're starting to get to see a picture of what the how that team can play." 
But I still say Lee Wynn would be a great addition to that team. And they, they clearly do not need to. Yeah, Casillas. they need a little bit of creativity. I, I, I did love it. In, in the 62nd minute, there was a shot that Rory took that hit. You don't see this too often. It hit the corner of the post. Yeah. So it's a, that's a weird spot because the ball bounced directly to him. It, it bounced right back to yeah, him. I mean, yeah. It was cleared. But it, it, you, you never see the ball. Uh, he, he sort of ricochet right ricochet back. right back to yeah. you. Uh, I'm sure he looked at the ball. He was like, "No, the other <laughs> way." Uh, it, it it reminded me of like those um, when you play basketball and you shoot the ball and you hit the back of the rim and it bounces right back. Yeah, 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 so yeah. yeah. To, that, Almost you, in the same arc. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like. Uh, the Royal shot it looked like it was just a like a tennis match. It was like volleyed yeah. right back to him. Like someone hit re- rewind right as it was about to go <laughs> in, right back to his foot. Uh, so, but, but uh, another good game and and Rebels. Uh, you know, they, they were talking so much about how. Rebels rarely ever lose at Rebel Arena. Uh, I was surprised. I was surprised yeah. Chicago was able. That is a bit of a fortress for them. Certainly, they play really, really well. At yeah, all. surprised they were able to do that. They, they really out, uh, like. Uh, if it, if it wasn't for that great game from Richard Sanchez, I don't think uh, you know uh, Chicago leaves with the with the three points. But he look at them again losing to Mexicans. You know, <laughs> there's a you could tell there's a little bit of a hangover from the CCL game. Yeah, that was such a big letdown. You could see it. You could feel it. Yeah, I think it's gonna take a little while to 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 get over it. Um, but uh, all right, so let's talk about uh, Orlando and San Jose. This was another great game that started uh, a great goal early on. I mean, uh, and 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 now the the nickname that Dom Dwyer gave to Chris Mueller is, uh, seems to be sticking because the even the announcers who sound hella corny saying yeah. it. I <laughs> uh, call it Cash uh, Cash Mueller. Also, someone yells straight cash homie. Straight cash homie. It's just it's like a weird thing to just hear. It's like if you sent straight a Straight te- cash homie. Yeah, you sent the text <laughs> to like, you know, uh, like a white substitute teacher. I was like, that's it. Who sent me a text? That's that straight cash homie. That's it. It's so funny, but uh, the rookie is uh, fit, seems to be fitting in quite nicely. I think. Uh, look, we were talking so much about Orlando and all the issues that they had at the beginning of the year. Christ getting fired. The last they won their last what three games? Yeah, and uh, and it really shows that because uh, Dom Dwyer was injured. Uh, Dom Dwyer is the Dom difference Dwyer maker. is the complete. Can I difference. say something? I also want to take back a lot of the negative things I said about Dom Dwyer because while well, he's not what the most technical player or the most gifted player of all time, he clearly makes that team tick. The fans love him, and he is a spark plug for that team. That shot he took, I forget if it went in or not. He cut to the left foot and takes that wild shot that I think that's the one that Cash Mueller ended up putting in, um, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe maybe that was Dom Dwyer's first goal. I looked at that, and I was like, that's such a Dom Dwyer goal, but that's, that's what you pay him for. Yes. Well, he. Oh, yeah. He scored his hundredth goal yeah. uh, of his career, uh, which was cool for him. And uh, th- there was a, there's a lot of fun stuff on social media with uh, uh, his wife, uh, yeah. the the superior soccer player, uh, who uh, also his shooter, <laughs> who's uh, with uh, with their son Cassius, right? Uh, yeah. Of him giving high fives to uh, all the all the fans, uh, you know, at uh, Orlando City Stadium, which was uh, cool. But the the not only. I mean, I really, I, the the person who stood out was uh, was Chris Mueller, uh, old Ronaldo celebration. Didn't bring back the Ronaldo. Did not celebration. bring it back. He heard us he heard one it. time only. <laughs> one Although time. I found out he used to do that all through college. Okay. So that was his standard goal celebration. But come on, you're in the pros now, bro. You yeah, got one. You got to tone it down. So but, also cash, great nickname. <laughs> but he uh, he had he, he also had that. The great the assist, great assist to Sasha yeah. question, which really he was, could have taken it himself, possibly. But great uh, ball. Initially, I thought it might have been offside. Uh, 
but it was pretty close. But, yeah. Uh, but good on him to to just gel so well with the team because that play was definitely created by Dom Dwyer. He had he had a uh, he got away from uh, a lot of defenders. Uh, puts the ball back in the middle. I forgot who made the pass to Chris Mueller, but then Chris Mueller uh, sets it up for Sasha Kleschen. Yeah, Sasha, brings the brings the keeper. Chris out. Mueller making Sasha Kleschen passes to Sasha Kleschen. Yo, Chris Mueller is Sasha Kleschen. Sasha Kleschen right now. <laughs> and also uh, uh, Justin Miram misses a penalty in this game. Uh, who's another poor Miram? Another guy who's, who's pulling pull in an Urania. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, not only being able to score for Iraq for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you don't he, hear that very often. He, he needs to uh, he needs to get on uh, you know get on the tally because he's uh, yeah he he needs. But it goes to show when all those when all those players start to click, and now with the addition of Chris Mueller, that's going to be a pretty dangerous team. And yeah. I, Jason Christ still kind of on the hot seat though. I don't think it's completely out just yet. Yeah, it, it's hard even to, though they're winning in what they're in third place. <laughs> it's hard to fire a guy who's won three in a row. Yeah, that's all. Uh, so uh, let's talk about L.A. Galaxy against Atlanta United. Atlanta United, big, big traveling support. Uh, it's good to see Atlanta United supporters getting now. They're getting used to yeah. uh, being supporters and traveling, and then and it know. ain't just at home, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're bringing it on the road. And go go to StubHub Center uh, and and just give them leave leave LA Galaxy with a donut, man. Yeah. Not only did LA Galaxy not score, they did not look like they were. Had, they had any business scoring. No, they looked like they were down to nine men. <laughs> and also Atlanta, I, I'll give some props to LA Galaxy. Atlanta scored off of two penalties. They didn't get they didn't get bodied. They had they had opportunities to body LA. Uh-huh. But they didn't get bodied Wait, by they, Atlanta. No, no, they didn't score on two penalties. They scored on one penalty. Scored on one penalty. And Joseph Martinez scored the one that hit, hit oh, the Oh, that's post right. It bounced bunch. both posts. Yes. The, he, Joseph Martinez missed the penalty just Sorry. before that. Gressel hits the post, goes across. Amirong, Amirong hits the post, then Gressel hits the post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, then, Martinez, then Martinez puts then, it in. Then after it hits the post, it hits off Sterez, hits, hits the, the post, post again. And then Martinez hits Martinez, it. yeah. I mean, at that point... <laughs> It reminds me of the old commercial with uh, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. Off of this, off yeah, of yeah. that, off the building, nothing but that. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, How the entire team was an offside on that thing. <laughs> this is what I want to give credit to Atlanta United for. Not, e- not even just the game, because the game was they, they played well, and they just they, they played uh, LA Galaxy off the pitch. They could not keep up with them. It was Again, a complete game. I mean, on was just, they're just too fast. Look, the, those top four up front, it's not even too fast. Like their first movement already starts to bowl past defenders. Like yes. there's a, something very instinctual about how all these South Americans play. Okay, <laughs> let's get these damn Latinos out of the league. No, there's something very instinctual about how they play. Where as soon as they receive the ball, it seems like they're already the ball they're, and them are already moving past yes, you. Yes, they're already as soon as they have the ball, they're already in like that offensive formation. Yeah. Uh, the what I want to give Atlanta United props for is not just what happened on the field, but what happened post game because there was no in the highlights MLS obviously the Zlatan show has been very popular right everybody this is, this is hot, now the Zlatan league a hot, hot it's a hot ticket everybody yeah. wants to go if you look at the highlights for this game on MLS you wouldn't even know Zlatan was in the game Zlatan's not only it, it, I mean you have to like zoom in to see that he's he was even playing but also in the highlight package Zlatan's name is not mentioned once. You Son. would think he is not even in the league. Atlanta outshined Zlatan. <laughs> so not easy, uh, but they really did shut him down. They shut everybody. No one, uh, outside, honestly, out, outside of the 
the bicycle kick that Ola Kamara took, I, I don't even know if they had a better chance than that. There was just no real. But didn't Slatan still get somehow in the news when he said, yeah, we played like shit? Sometimes you play like shit. I didn't even really see. I didn't see that. I don't think it was that popular. I, I think when when uh, when Zlatan loses, you know, and I'm, and I'm saying that purposefully, when Zlatan loses, yeah, uh, they it, it's like it, it's almost intentionally swept under the rug. Yeah. But when he wins, it's like, yo, we got Zlatan in the league. Yeah, he's the, he's greatest. the greatest ever. When he loses, like I don't even know what you're talking about, dog. You're coming know, next week. I don't know that guy. He's yeah. about. Probably, whatever. He didn't play. <laughs> no, he's right there in the light. Stop looking at it. We'll delete it. Fake news. Shred it. So, Collusion. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, there's not even that much uh, to go into in this game. Look, Atlanta just—they were just better. They were yeah. just better in every single way. Same thing we were about to say about Seattle versus Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a nice, you know, it's a nice bye week when you get to play Minnesota. You know, <laughs> it's just a, you get to rest your players, even yeah. though they play the full ninety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minnesota, I don't know. I mean, every week we're always talking about like like these, these little signs of uh, they're getting a little bit better, but it's like man, they're just not. They have talent. They just don't know how to put it together. Which to me points at the manager. What the hell's going on? Yeah, Adrian Heath. I don't know. Look, and and uh, an- we got another rocket from a Swedish player, Gustav Svensson. Oh my god! <laughs> Must have seen what? Uh, I, you know what I love about that play? If you watch it, they play on the replay. It seemed like the most exciting thing that happened in the game because they played it on the, on the highlight clip like seven times. <laughs> but uh, he takes one touch and sets it up as a shot. He kind of looks down, looks up at the goal, looks back down at the ball, looks over at the defender, looks back down at the ball. <laughs> in his head, he's like, "Should I? Should I?" You know, it's like a player, like you know, those uh, one first person shooters. Every time I play it, like it's for the most other people it's instinctual because they played so much yeah for me i'm like i'm sort of toggling through all the different guns and options that you have okay so i'm like oh what about that one what about that one? what about that is and everyone's I mean, around me just dying. that yeah yeah uh <laughs> but that seems like the what he was doing he was like do i have it from out here well i mean if i did i'd have to hit it kind of hard well look there's the defender chance, there's the ball there's uh, really the contemplate and he just, I mean, what a what a monster. Well, he really summoned it, you know? Simoned, I mean, Simon's was from farther away, but this, but the, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's not a shot you see Gustav Svensson get to take that often, but. Nearly should, apparently. But when you, you know, when you play against Minnesota, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, gonna, hey, take a couple chances. You're going to get, you're going to have a, uh, some fun out there. But um, the, you know, goals from uh, Will Bruin, Gustav Svensson, and Jordi Delem, uh, Clint Dempsey, is back. Uh, that was uh, is he? Yeah, just, <laughs> look the uh, Seattle. They are they're not great, and they they just got to play a, a you know a bad team. Uh, but I, I honestly, what what really stood out to me more than even all the other goals was Ozzy Alonso getting acclimated to the team again. Uh, Ozzy Alonso is uh, you know we see we see uh, uh, you know. Uh, Kale and our our Sounders friend Siege and everybody talk about how uh, how important Ozzy Alonso is and you know I'm not watching every single Seattle Sounders game right. especially last year where he was hurt didn't re- I, when I was watching more Sounders games they didn't really get to see how important he is uh, to the team but he is absolutely crucial he I mean the captain oh he's back and th- they clearly ag- needed him that aggression yeah and, and also and just the the precise passing I mean he, he he really anchors that midfield and gives them uh, uh that some stability to some degree it feels like the team is built around him and his abilities but more, this also, almost more than Nicolo like, yeah they, which they, you would assume it's Lodero. Lodero is their option they build the forwards and how the forwards play around Nicolo yeah but the whole team the attack starts and goes through Ozzy Alonso yeah but 
this just goes to show he is how old now? 30-something. He clearly has a, a history of injuries now. He is not going to be your guy long term. Yeah. Uh, they didn't protect him during the expansion, and he was upset about it. They need to find a replacement for this person right now. Okay. Yeah. Because he's great. He can't do it forever. Same thing with, with Clint Dempsey. Seattle Sounders are going to look totally different in a year. And if they don't, this is a complete failure. Okay. I mean, speaking of complete failure, they got to two MLS Cups in a row. So it's difficult to just go that extreme. But I know you have no belief in Clint Dempsey's ability. Well, again, Schmetzer was mean to me. So (laughs) this is what you get. Cannot let go. All right. Hey, look, so no, let's talk about let's eat some shit. Other team, (laughs) uh, the other team in uh, the Cascadia region. Uh, This is the odd thing about this to me is Portland and Seattle have started this season so, so bad, so poorly, but it it almost seems like they can only play well when the other plays well. Do you know what I mean? Seattle has a good game, and then Portland's like, all right, well, we got to play well too. And if if Seattle plays poorly, then they're like, uh, then they're like, well, we got we got to play bad too because we can't <laughs> we can't be good when they're come good on. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to make them look bad. <laughs> but I mean, Portland finally looked good. Portland, just, I I couldn't tell if Portland looked good or if uh, NYCFC looked very look. NYCFC clearly looked bad, and we've seen we have mountains of evidence of Portland playing poorly the last uh, couple weeks. I just think they swapped kits. I think that's all it was. <laughs> Look, the Parley curse. Liam Ridgewell was wearing Collins jersey. This is the the, the Parley curse, right? This yeah. is the uh, people, uh, the NYCFC supporters uh, are are saying that. Uh, Every and, time we wear the Parley kit, we play terribly. Yeah, because uh, NYCFC lost uh, to Orlando last year wearing wearing the Parley kit. Yeah, and look for we we it could be superstition. I personally thought it was a uh, poor decision to change the lineup so drastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the team had a double game week. The week prior, and traveling all the way to the West Coast, and traveling to the West, going from Atlanta then yeah. to Portland, so there's a lot, just a lot of travel there. The I think the 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 Tajuri Shradi injury is a big deal. On the broadcast, they were talking about that Patrick Vieira had mentioned that he was worried about the uh, the injury the to Shradi, and he felt like he might have been like over. Uh, uh, taxing his players too much, and that's why he changed the lineup so drastically. Could be. I mean, it seemed like none of these players have played together ever, and we know that's not the case. Um, but, you know, Liam Ridgewell looked actually pretty good. Of course, you're going to do it against <laughs> apparently us. They, they played, played us. Against the he got against us. He, I mean, he hurt us, yeah. and he got back shout at out, us. Shout out to uh, Grayson. Grayson, uh, coming in with the banter, man. I tried, banter I tried not to say too much because I was like, look, they're going to lose so bad. I don't want to be mean. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, boy, were we wrong. Uh, but, look, good on Portland. Portland needs uh, they need to get there. They needed they needed this more than NYCFC did. Like congratulations, Portland Timbers, on beating the Cooligans. <laughs> you, you've done it. Uh, uh, look, the only real takes from this game is is NYCFC d- defensively just mis miscommunication. They look tired. They look lethargic. Uh, and, and and any and, other excuses? And Gio <laughs> Savarese had he has the NYCFC game plan. He knows yeah. how to play. Patrick He's Pierre. got pictures of Claudio Arena in, in an <laughs> awkward position in a hotel in Moscow. I don't know what's going on, but man, Gio Savarese constantly plays us with what I think are you know a subpar eleven compared to our eleven, yeah. and yet consistently makes <laughs> us look terrible. So Gio Savarese, look, if you guys got him just to be the one undefeated team in the league, then good for you. You did it. I 
hope those additional 4,000 seats enjoy every one of those losses until you play NYCFC. You did it. Congratulations. You made us look like goddamn idiots. Thank you, Gio Sabrisi. I thought you were one of us, Gio. So uh, so that's it. That is that is the Cooligans uh, analysis of that game. <laughs> Guys, it was an exciting week. Good luck, Toronto. Hards out to Toronto. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm terrible at these things. Yeah. But uh, but all the best. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a tough time, but hopefully uh, the, not only the Toronto FC, also the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, can uh, can bring some joy to that city. Oh, baseball, right? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. All of our friends that it's are a, uh, it's Toronto syrup. comics. It's a, po- it's a popular syrup. Oh, okay. Now I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, whatever, guys. Uh, in you know Toronto, good luck in Guadalajara for as from the league. For the league, which every fan of any MLS team except for Montreal should be rooting yeah. for Toronto to win. That's yeah, it. That's it. So, uh, all right, everybody, thank you again for uh, for listening. Come we- to our birthday party. That's right. We have we're having a birthday party on this Friday. This Friday, uh, Jelso and Grant. I'm not going to get there till about nine thirty. I got a spot, but uh, come out from nine o'clock on. We'll be there. Music, dancing, drinks, yes. couple surprises. You know how we do. Exactly, Jelso uh, and Grant. So be there. Um, make sure you support uh, SeatGeek and use that promo code Cooligans on SeatGeek. Make also, also on Away Days Football. Awaydaysfootball.com. Get get yourself a mystery kit. Get it. Get yourself a mystery pack. Get a nice little mystery kit for your kids. Yeah. A kid's kit. Uh, $21. $21. So, uh, yeah, use that promo code COOLIGANS for 15% off on awaydaysfootball.com. All right, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening again. Don't forget to leave a review. Five stars. It helps us out. Say something nice. We love you. By next week, we will be one year older, both of us. Yeah. Uh, And it'll be very exciting. I mean, there'll be even more grays in Alexis's beard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, All right, you guys are the best. My name is Christian Polanco. And my name is Alexis. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!